0: welcome to the searching for meaning podcast my name is gonzalo and i'm joined by my brother tiago welcome greetings and i want to start today uh talking about i wrote an article about this great man this week which is miyamoto musashi the legendary ronin samurai so a, a little kind of um context before we get into it he had i think that's the major fucking craziest thing about his life is that he had 62 or at least above like 50 i don't want to be too specific because it's hard with these things but at least above 50 duels to the death and he ended up dying of old age so he was you know to me it just shows how how good you had to be and by consequence how committed you had to be to to this purpose and to this, you know, you may say, or we may now question if it's a moral thing or a good thing, but, you know, different times. Um And yeah, because, you know, when you think about nowadays, you know, we all have goals, we all have things to achieve, you know, a better body, more money, better relationships. But for him, his goal was either destroy or be destroyed. And he always succeeded. He never failed. And to me, that's you know, it shows that obviously I don't want to or no one should go and become a fucking samurai fighting to the death. But a lot of good things you can take from the discipline, the focus that he used in his life. Uh, and I wanted to, one of them, I'm not going to go over all of them. But he had these 21 like rules for his life, like his code of uh, of the samurai of, of that he led his life. And one thing that's very interesting to me is that most of the things in his code are things not to do it's not so much about you should do this it's more about don't do this so for example uh i'll I'll read some here so for example do not seek pleasure for its own sake do not under any circumstance depend on a partial feeling Uh, do not regret what you've done do not let yourself be guided by the feeling of lust or love so a lot of things that in a way it's like the removal of something and not the addition of something obviously has other things that is to do uh, but yeah, I really wanted to touch on that point of uh, how important it is to actually remove things because often we we always assume that to progress you need to add more things you know a crazier morning routine a new method a new secret a new uh, workout program uh, new more 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 and what I'm realizing more and more is that often removing certain bad habits certain unnecessary things can have a much bigger impact than actually adding something new
1: yeah, actually, uh, I agree a lot, like the removal of things, unnecessary things from your life is so powerful and I think just gives so much more clarity than actually trying to add and add new routines and, and new stuff and even the way we, when, for example, when I read Atomic Habits, one thing he, he touched upon was if you want to create a new habit, you don't just create something out of the bloom, you pick something that you want to remove and you turn that into the habit you want to create if it's related to that and i think that makes so Mm -hmm. much more sense uh in life because it's very you're most people are already cluttered with too many things we do too much of unnecessary stuff and i think it's it's very it's very sobering when you actually remove something because we do a lot of things that have have no meaning like we we scroll on social media for way too long Mm -hmm. we watch youtube videos we watch shows that aren't that impactful for our life. We do a lot that doesn't add anything uh, to our lives. And then we are surprised that we don't have time to do what we like. We don't live a purpose, purposeful life. We feel anxiety. We are constantly driven by impulses that we seem to can't control. And that, that's all, that all happens because that's a reflection how we, we live our lives. And so when we get some, someone that, like you said, like did how many doeth to the death, that's someone that will eventually will have to confront the harsh realities of life and, and see what works and what doesn't work. And, and in his case, he found out pretty much all of the things that worked because he didn't lose a duel. And for you to not lose duels to the death yeah. <laughs> and, and die from old age, you, you have to be doing something right. And I'm also like, looking at the, the rules True. that you're talking about here. And I, I think it's incredible how, mm-hmm. how like they are so modern even like the one he says, do not pursue the taste of good food. At in, in his time, this didn't even make any much sense because no one was fat, you know. No one was, like, <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah, rice, yeah, it's like, man. It's like, yeah, you, you pro- probably they didn't have that, that good food, and there was no reason for you to not pursue the taste of good food because no one was like overweight, you know, or, or being overweight was something that was good, actually, like, in your yeah. society. So, and he figured it out like, oh, like, what 10,000 years, I don't know how old. I hope this was uh, uh, but like mm. so many rules that don't, do not act following customary beliefs from a samurai, you know, the whole samurai yeah. code is just customs and he, here you have this guy saying yeah. do not act following customary beliefs like in, a, in an age where customs were, was everything so I think it's really yeah. amazing what you can find in your life when you remove everything because this is what Miyamoto Musashi did he probably had to remove all these petty things for, for the time in his society that he just started realizing that didn't help him get better at fighting to death. Yeah, and then he figured out his rules.
0: True, and it's it's quite interesting for me to, to see as well that the last thing that he he writes on his rules, <clears throat> in a lot of ways, it's what the, all the other rules allow him to do is never stray from the way. And I think it's so That's so fucking powerful. Yeah, <laughs> it's because it's. Coming from him. yeah, And because the way, obviously the way is different for everyone. His way is not my way. It's not your way. It's not anyone's way. And, you know, listener, your way is not anyone's way as well. But you usually, you may not know like clearly right now what that way is. But you always know when you do something, if that falls within the way or not. I feel like it's, we can only trick ourselves so much. But deep down, you always realize that, okay, is what I'm doing good? Or not, and but I feel like the problem is it, it's just always so hard to remove, to remove things because it's, you know, we as human beings we we deeply fear loss, and we, you know, it's you see this in kids, the youngest, like he may have a toy, he doesn't care, but then another kid comes and plays with the toy, he wants the toy now because he's afraid of losing that, he's, he he does not want. To lose these things. And um I, I just found it so interesting as well. That this concept is. And I have some quotes here. Is so I would say universal. Among masters of, of different realms. So we have Miyamoto as we see. Uh, we have Bruce Lee as well. He had the quote. Absorb what is useful. Discard what is not. Add what is uniquely your own. Uh, Pablo Picasso as well. Art is the elimination of the unnecessary. And then finally I have by Michelangelo. I really like this one which is the idea is they're locked inside all you have to do is remove the excess stone and it's so interesting to me because when these people wrote these quotes is at the point that they're already masters or at a very high level of skill because i feel like this is an idea that you only really fully grasp in whatever realm you have after you've added a lot of things on top of them you know when Bruce Lee is saying is because he tried a, a, so many different styles and so many different, you know, kicks, punches, et cetera, et cetera, that now we can actually understand what can I discard all, all the people uh, here mentioned. So I, I also want to say that in the sense that if you're now listening and you're, you know, y- younger or older, but you're at the beginning of your journey, to a certain extent, you, can't also, you can also can't remove, there's nothing there to remove. A lot of times you got to push it too much to one side until you can go to the other as well but i would keep in mind that the goal is always to get to a point where you're removing everything but the necessary because at that point is when really you become is essentially you figure out what works it can and you can just like maximize on that So, so it really is a process of trying everything until you find out what works and then you just hone in on that essentially
1: I think it's very interesting. You brought all these different masters in their respective crafts, And this is where you can really start to understand the concept of having skin in the game, of actually being, having gone through whatever. Because if it's someone else giving these, uh, these quotes and advices, first of all, the problem would be as good, but they will not carry meaning with them. When you hear Miyamoto Musashi say, never stray yeah. from the way, you know that has power inside it, because he never did stray from the way, at least he didn't stray enough, so that, that he lost. The same with Picasso, the same with Michelangelo. They all became the at least uh, top tier at whatever they did. And all the advice, the, the, the advice they all give of removing, discarding the flashy stuff, getting down to the basics, is so universal in whatever area you can think of. Whatever it is you may do, just even uh, Miyamoto Musashi obviously was a fighter, but listening, reading this code, for example, do not collect weapons or practice with weapons beyond what is useful. This is exactly what any person that has some experience with martial arts is teaching their, their students, you know? You don't practice the flashy stuff before you have the, the useful stuff, before you can throw a jab perfectly, before you can throw a cross, uh, a sidekick. It's like, it's so interesting how you can apply this to everything. And even in fitness, you don't go do the flashy exercises before you master the basics. You don't, you never skip through steps and it's always the removal of the excess that's going to get you the most bang for your buck in any area in life. It's so interesting that all these people reach the same conclusion, despite being from so mm-hmm. like different fields that have nothing, apparently, to do with, with each other. But they have all to do with each other at the end. Because they're all, it's all, it's, all, it's like, if, if, with Miyamoto Musashi it was duels, with Picasso it was art. Bruce Lee with martial arts. But it's all people trying to f- figure out what life is about, you know. It's all different ways to figure it out. Definitely. And if you dedicate enough time to whatever craft, you start to realize that it's it's it will always be about simplifying and, and removing the excess stuff, like, like, like you said. It, it, it's very rare that you actually get to the conclusion that, okay, for me to be happy, I just need more i need more money i need more relationships <laughs> yeah. I need more uh experiences like these are things that you must seek these out because in order for you to do things you have to be motivated to do something and you have to believe that these things even if you don't want to admit it you have to believe these things will help your life in some way but only to getting them achieving them and then realizing you still will pretty much feel the same way are you going to be able to say okay yeah it's always going to be down to being able to be okay with having less with removing all these things with, with with having but not needing to to have these things in order to live good because that, that's a, a thing that people like some sometimes poor people will say like they, they envy the the rich the rich people so much uh, and because they have more and it's funny because obviously everyone wants to have more and, and be successful and, and etc but at the end of the day, if people were able to accept That this isn't what makes them happy, they wouldn't have these feelings of envy or, or or like jealousy from other people. Although you know, it's it's not something that you, you don't need to accept this just yet. You don't need to say okay, I, I, because it's something you need. You can't you can't just live a meaningful uh, a meaningless life having achieved nothing and say okay, I don't need anything. That's not how it works. You need to have achieved something for them for you to realize okay, this wasn't it. Definitely, definitely.
0: And yeah, because always, obviously, this this advice, I feel like it's you always gotta look at it as well the person that's speaking at which point of life they are right now. You know, it's you can't just listen to what the master is saying that took him a lifetime to get there and assume that oh, I'm just gonna skip all the steps and be right there. It's not yeah. how it works. It's you know these people were only so wise and so and now we still talk about them and their quotes and what they wrote. Because of what they did, because of all the, you know, the the trials, tribulations, achievements they went through to actually make sure that what they're saying has some power behind it. Because everyone can, you know, write a nice quote and put it on Instagram and and it's nice, but it won't have the same impact as Bruce Lee saying the quote after all that he did. Or Miyamoto writing his book, it's it's obviously not the same and I feel like it's something that we always search for in the way, but more and more, I feel like we we're deceiving ourselves with what it takes to get there. Like everyone wants to be the the master of something, the very good at something. You wanna be a, at an expert level. Be a lot of times you wanna be the best. But nowadays I feel like we're sold this idea or not sold, but you're just shown the highlights. You know, you see the guy that's in great, like top top of the top shape. And he's telling you the workouts that he he does. But you can't forget that he's been doing workouts for like 15 years and optimizing and optimizing and optimizing and all the things that he's not showing you as well. And you can't expect to just start doing the workouts he does now and become like him in one year. It, it Things don't work like that. And thank God they don't work like that because otherwise nothing would have value. If you could start working out today and you're fat and in three weeks you'd be in like in a cover of the magazine shape, it would have no value because everyone could do it. And then what would be the point of even achieving these things? If everyone could be rich, you know, everyone could start a business, be rich in, you know, in three weeks, one month, then it would have no value because everyone would have it already. And so I think often we, and I know I'm straying a bit from the the original point here, but I feel like people, everyone has to realize that you want the struggles, you want the obstacles that feel overwhelming and difficult and are not so easy to overcome because without them, these pursuits would have no meaning and would have absolutely no value.
1: That's so true, and I think that that brings to mind a quote which goes, uh, beware of unearned wisdom. And you get a lot these days with social media. People just want to skip the boring work and go straight to being an expert, being the voice that people need to listen to. And I think it's great a quote by by Alex Ramosi when, when she talks about confidence, which is don't build confidence, build evidence. Confidence comes as a result of evidence, not the other way around. I think this is so, so powerful and true because you you really cannot skip steps, and I'm, I think it's very important to highlight this because I remember having this mentality of like, I want to get there faster, and I think that's a good mentality to have. I want to get there faster than other people did, but you can't just be like, expect it to be magic. You won't, you can't do whatever it is for a week and then expect. People don't want to listen to you. You need to show evidence that you know what you're talking about, that it works, that you you gotta have some skin in the game, you gotta you gotta be involved in and in, in having failed and then learn from that. Because if you're confident without evidence, you're just delusional, you know? You don't you don't have any reason for that confidence and no one should listen to you. And I, I think this is so it's also it's a game of of patience. You you need to be able to say to yourself, Okay, I'm willing to learn this and be stupid and and fail at it and then after some years i'll be good enough as to where people will want to listen to me and where my advice will actually be useful to someone and and i'll be i'll be someone that's worth listening to but you got to be humble with yourself and admit right now you are not and that's okay you know you're in the process of building evidence for your confidence and you can apply this to everything in your life you know like sometimes people just tell, tell say that people has advice, people that aren't confident and anxious, like, okay, you just need to be more confident. And it's like, no shit. People know that's what they need uh, to be uh, and to try to be more of. But you don't become confident just by saying to yourself, okay, now I'm great. Uh, everything, all these insecurities, I don't believe them anymore. Uh, they're all false. And I'm an amazing person, blah, 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 blah. That's not how it works. That's not how you want it to work. Like you're saying, if there's if there aren't struggles, yeah, the adversity that you conquered, uh, what's the point of it? You know, what's the point of getting a dream body if you never did anything for it? What's the point of being rich if you just won the lottery? Like people, like people, ever, everyday people are engaging actively in the lottery, trying, trying to gain something that's not earned. You know, it's a blessing fall falling from the skies, and it's so crazy how people actively search that because. That's not what we want, even, you know? You may think that, okay, yeah, the money would be useful, no one's gonna say no to one million dollars, but think about the logical steps of that. Okay, now you have the million dollars, and now what? You can solve a lot of immediate issues, but once those are done, you're gonna be left with this void of, okay, now I have this, but... And now what? I didn't do anything for it. I just just fell on my lap. I, I have no skills still. I don't know what to do. I'm still as lost as i was i just have more possessions now and maybe i solved some problems which, which is good but you will still be as lost as when you started because you didn't actually do anything and so it's actually good that these things don't happen to everyday people you know only very rarely do you win the lottery yeah. very very rarely and and i think that's a blessing in disguise for most people i think you may listen to this and be and be like yeah oh, because he, has, he has no idea what he's talking about he's so privileged and i get that other people that are in, in tough situations but if you actually think about the future for someone that wins wins the lottery, most people end up losing all the money. That's a statistic.
0: Yeah, they're not ready to... I think that's the main thing, is that you need to be ready to what's coming to you. You know, it's like... I, I was thinking of this example as you were talking about that, which is... Let's imagine you're a musician. But now, the first song you release is an absolutely banger. You could make your career off of that. But you only have one music... You don't know how to set up shows. You don't know how to sell anything. You you cannot capitalize on the luck you have. Opposed to, imagine you've been a musician for like five years and you have some albums. M- maybe nothing has popped off yet, but you've done some shows. You you know kind of the background of the business. You have a solid understanding of the things and you know that if something pops off, you're ready to capitalize on it. If now you have a banger single, even if you only have one, you're probably going to be set up forever. And because you, you're ready to receive... What is coming to you? And so I always think about things in that way, which is like you were saying that lottery example. Most people, you're not ready. Like I would, I would not be ready if like 10 mil landed my account tomorrow. I'm not ready for that. Like what the fuck do where do I put this? What do I trust? How do I like my life would probably become worse, which is crazy to say because <laughs> it'd just be so much stress, yeah. so many things. And then if you lose it, you, are, you have to live with the, the pain of knowing you lost it and so it's like yeah yeah and so it's all of this I think to say that you know you really want not only one thing you want to earn things but then like you were saying as well that you know a lot of people do the thing of saying in the mirror like oh you're worthy enough you're good enough to to deal with all these emotional conflicts and internal conflicts but what I've been kind of thinking about as well is that for you to feel less anxiety and overwhelm and essentially bad emotions in the future you just have to do the uncomfortable work in the present regardless of how you feel because if you today you feel like shit you're depressed and, and i'm not going to any extremes of this but you feel sad you're overwhelmed you're anxious all these things and you decide to use that to just do nothing and stay in bed and be in the internet that will just continue to be the the norm but if you still feel all that shit And you go ahead. And you do what you have to do. And you follow the steps of all these people we talked about. And you're actually disciplined. And you actually do what you have to do. Knowing that it's going to be very hard. And you're going to potentially feel even worse in the short term. You're going to ensure that in the long term. You're going to feel much. You're going to feel so much less. Or fewer of these bad emotions. And you're going to know that. This came as a consequence of you doing this extremely hard work. And it's going to feel even better. Because of that. So. I just want to finish on that, just saying, you, you know, you you want the struggle. It may feel uncomfortable when it's happening, but without it, you know, we're nothing. As human beings, we, we want it. And you see this in people that, you know, they work hard, then they retire. And then, yeah, they enjoy for like a month, two months. But soon enough, they're creating some problem to solve. Maybe now they want to become good at golf. And that's their problem, fixing their swing or something. There's always going to be something.
1: Yeah. And I think this is a very important step. That take in your life. It's just something that's similar to a superpower, I'd say it's that. It's that belief of, of you finally accepting and embracing that you want the struggle. And when, once you reach that conclusion, life takes on a whole new perspective. Because if you talk with most people, what most people are talking about is they can't wait to be retired, they can't wait to live a life where they're not working. Working is viewed as something bad and something that you only do because you have to. And once you flip the switch and you say to yourself, "No, everything I do and I'm doing, I choose to do. I'm doing it because I want to do it. I I enjoy the struggle. I enjoy the I enjoy the struggle that I chose. That's a whole yeah. like life becomes so much better because guess what? You can be working a job you don't like, but now you have a whole perspective, a whole different perspective, which is I'm doing this job I don't like because it will get me to some some place." where I can do the things that I, I want to do, where I can choose a struggle Definitely. that I, I, and it becomes part of the, the struggle. So you, 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 it goes from being the job that you hate to being the job that you hate, but you are doing for improving your life and, and for getting you to where you want to be. So I think it's really important. Never accept the mentality of work being bad and you just want to get to the end goal of retiring and spending all your days doing nothing. That's the death of the human spirit. You know, no one can live a True. good life just by doing nothing. You have to have someone. Even if you go like to monk, Buddhist, Buddhist practice, people that you may think are doing nothing, that's the, the most purposeful way of doing nothing that can be. They are actively yeah. trying to improve themselves and discard of exterior uh, materialism, possessions, whatever it may be. You just got to have a journey. Everyone has to have a journey. Definitely. And... And yeah, and, and
0: if you think like just to, to one example, and then I want to give everyone like a call to action. If you look at, for example, Picasso, he literally painted. He was, So he was like 90 years old. He did his routine. He painted until midnight. He went to sleep and then he died. Like he literally did. He fulfilled his purpose until he could not anymore. Yeah. Like that is a life. And sure, there's, he did bad things. He was maybe not the nicest of people, whatever. But he fulfilled his life and that's i think the way you want to live and i want to kind of to everyone listen give a little call to action which should be in the, the way of facing this adversity next time you know you should do something could be or not do something could be go to the gym could be not eat the mcdonald's food could be you know it's already late but you know you should go and write that post for your side hustle whatever it may be next time you have to do but and you in your mind, you're already, you've are already you already accepted the excuse, you're like, nah, I'm not gonna do it, fuck it. Just once, go ahead and do the thing you should do. And you can even use the to make it easier, say, I'm just gonna do it this once, just see how it feels. And what you realize is that if you can, in that toughest moment, go against the excuse, go against that resistance, resistance in your brain and still do it, I feel like those are the moments that you realize how much power you truly have, how much control you actually have over yourself. You just need to do it once to actually, or, you know, depends on the person, but if you do it once, it I feel like it will click for you, especially if you're used to accepting every excuse to, you know, to always go along with things. Try say no. And it can be, let's say it can be, let's say you don't want to eat shitty foods and you're already inside McDonald's, you're about to order. At that moment, try and say no, and you just walk back. The tougher it is to say no or, and to or to do the thing, the more powerful this will be and personally for me every time i wanted to quit and have it something that you know a vice or something i don't want to do every time it's stuck it was never when i was feeling it was never after i say okay I just one more meal and then i stop that never works it has to be i want to have it now but i won't do it otherwise you know otherwise the excuse will be there the next day and you'll fall prey to it again yep for sure
1: that's a great way to end all right
0: definitely so that was the searching for meaning podcast and we'll see you on the next one Bye. Goodbye.